and this is The, the Fold. Fold. This is episode 46, I believe. I believe you because you do this more. Yeah, 46 times more. But I have to say this. So um, for a long time now, I've wanted to have you on. Yeah. You, uh, very early on in the show's life cycle, uh, you became a supporter first and a, and a friend next. And uh, this has been a long time coming. And Exceptions was, well, he left me basically this weekend. He could care less about me mostly. He's, <laughs> he's pretty busy. He's down at Pack South. And I thought, what better what better time than to have uh, Mr. Jason Osipa on? That's correct, yeah. Or Dewar. I don't know. Are we In-game going by... name Dewar. You go by Chuck instead of Charles, so... Yeah, well, so here's the thing. Like, I don't... I'm not into the whole, like, internet name thing. Right. Know? Like, I just... I was always just Chuck and Justin. Yeah. But now Sean, he's known as his internet name. He has, like, a persona. Yeah. He's exceptions. Well, the same thing happened at, at the office, and that was really funny because, you know, when we started, you know, there was uh, Tommy and Bo and Stefan and Q, and then, you know, I joined and Jason was there, and it kept trudging along, and everyone, you know, was the name that they were born with. And then one day it was, hey, Stefan, Bo, Tommy, Jason, come meet Ciderhelm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's really weird. Yeah, yeah. I know and, it is, and still, it's like we we've we've paired it back to the perfectly normal name that's like a Peter or a Paul or a Mary, which is cider. Cider, sure. Yeah, and and yeah, and it it kind of reverted back to normal names in Ciderhelm, uh, until um, Nivmet. Oh, and then <laughs> and Nivmet is Nivmet, and Nivmet has a real name, but it's not Nivmet, <laughs> and he's Nivmet. <laughs> Yeah, so this is a this is a generational thing because I just went with Chuck. I guess I could have came up with a name, but then we went with Chuck the Fold, so that a lot of people know me like that on the internet as Chuck. The yeah. Fold. Um, and in, they, in regular conversation, do they call you Chuck the Fold, or do they just go back to Chuck? I think they just go back to Chuck. Yeah, there we go. But uh, your in-game name is Doer, and I want to get Sorry. to that story eventually. Okay. But I wanted to back up a little bit, and I want to give a chance. Some people might not know who you are. I find that hard to believe. But can we get a little bit of a background on who Jason is? Yeah. And why he's on the show, episode 46. Um, so, yeah, I guess so. Um, my background started in television programs. So I don't know if you remember or are familiar with uh, Reboot. Um, it was the first fully 3D animated TV show, I think, ever uh, oh. to be, you know, a, a, to deliver full seasons and stuff like that. No specials. Um and so they, that company, Mainframe Entertainment, also did a show called Beast Wars. Uh, in Canada, it went by Beasties. And so they were in the middle of a really big uh, hire. And I was at film school at the time. And just completely on a... Actually, it was a dare. I was dared to do it. I put together a demo reel uh, and put it on tape and marched down to their offices and handed them my demo reel. I'm like, I want to work here. And they're like, do you have a resume? And I'm like, I forgot a really important part of this. No. <laughs> yeah. I did yeah. not have a resume. <laughs> I just had my videotape and I'm like, um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm this good. I'm that good. Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. I was that tired. This, <laughs> this speaks, this says everything. <laughs> <laughs> what was also funny was that like where the school was and where mainframe was, we're across town from each other. And the place that you could buy, the only place you could buy five-minute videotapes was a few blocks past mainframe. So I had to walk all the way across town, past mainframe, go get the tapes, walk all the way back to film school, record my demo <laughs> reel, and then walk all the way back to mainframe. And this is 
I swear to God, this must, must have been uh, hour 74 or so. I mean, I was delusional. Uh, so, you know, when I finally got there with the no resume, I'm like, I'll just come back tomorrow. And I assumed I had blown the whole thing. Right. Uh, long story short, ended up getting a job there. Very grateful. It was an amazing experience. Uh, couldn't couldn't understand, couldn't believe I was getting to work in this business. Like, it's crazy. Sure. Um, from there, uh, a couple different steps. Um sort of played with the idea of getting into film, uh, games ended up being the better opportunity for me, uh, ended up moving to the U.S. doing that, um, worked a little bit on the Sims franchise, uh, and that was a trip to, to, go, to get on something so big. Um, so has everyone in the industry worked for EA at some point? I believe it's a prerequisite. <laughs> it's like, to, has to or be a on, post-requisite. Has, I don't, to it's the, a, has to be on the resume somewhere. Well, EA has uh, EA has a lot of different parts to it. You know, there's they do, they have studios everywhere, um, and you know, and I was lucky enough to work at two different parts of EA, of EA uh, which was really cool. Um, first on the Sims team, and then um, I was super fortunate and and um, had a conversation with uh, one of the VPs there at the time, uh, just through opportunity. He was just in the right place at the right time, and um, some stuff came up about uh, sort of emotions, facial awareness stuff. Um, and I, I guess I skipped over a, a big part. I wrote a book on, yeah, you did on, skip over a big part. I was going to yeah. make you go back because I happen <laughs> I have the book open here on Amazon because people can buy it. Oh, th- thank you for not buying it. Uh, yep. It's uh stop staring, <laughs> facial modeling and animation done right. Yeah. And, uh, you uh, had me until I read that it's 432 pages. It is in its third edition though, mm-hmm. which is awesome. I'm impressed yeah. that you wrote a book, dude. That is just so cool to me. Well, that was, you know what that was? That was a lot of hubris and uh, rage. Uh, <laughs> I was, I, 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 there was a book someone ran around the office with like, oh, look at this book. It's on face stuff. This is what you do. You'll love it. And I looked at it. And to be honest, I looked at that book and I was like, this is, this is terrible. Yeah. And I'm like, I started spouting off at the mouth. I'm like, you know, I could do better than that, this and that. And the person I was dating at the time was like, okay, fine, do it. I'm like, oh, Damn. oops. Well, yeah. Okay. And so I was like, fine, I will. And I went and wrote a pitch and sent it out to a couple of publishers. And one of them was like, yeah, we'll do it. Wow. Um, yeah, it was cr- absolutely crazy, crazy ride. Um, you know, so if, tell if, us, if, if, so tell me what the book's about. Uh, it's Obviously about facial, facial modeling. modeling and animation <laughs> done right. Right. Well, um, let me, I want to read a quote. Can I oh, read this? Yeah. Is, this is from a review. It's a five star review. And this review was written uh, some time ago. It said, uh, it should be mentioned that although the author claims not to be an expert, I found his explanation on texturing to be very helpful and it came very handy for me for my intro to textures course. That's so uh, you've picked a really interesting quote because there's (laughs) there's one thing I have no business teaching anyone at all. It's texturing. Uh, I don't know what they got out of the book in, involving texturing, but I'm glad they liked it. And uh, and I'm going to send them an autograph copy. <laughs> I just think it's cool that I know someone that wrote a book. Yeah, it's it's amazing what, what what happens when you just spout off at the mouth and then someone decides to hold your feet to the fire and says, okay, go do it, big mouth. <laughs> the de facto official source on facial animation. And now you've yeah. done three revisions of this? Yeah, and you know, and if I'm really sort of just honest with it, it's it's run its course. You know, um, it's it's now kind of old stuff, um, but there was a time when um, a lot of the stuff in there, and I gotta, you know, 
I got to mention there's people that I learned most of this stuff from. Yeah, I had some of my own ideas, but a lot of it was learned from, from coworkers at the time and just geniuses. And, and I, you know, just was like, I'm going to write a book about it, even though a lot of it was their ideas. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, everyone does that to some degree. But yeah, there was a lot of other people's really, really important thoughts and, and ideas and stuff in there. But um, So you did this book while you were at EA? Uh, or before actually, while I was at a small, a smaller company called Surreal Software, so, they're out of Seattle. So um, after and, the mo- after the television series, before EA, yeah, I ended it while I was at EA. I, I finished okay. it at EA, but most of the bulk of it happened when I was in, in Seattle. Um, anyway, yeah, that was a crazy thing. Um, it's weird too. If anyone out there is thinking of writing a book on like really specific subject matter, uh, my my advice to them would be do it, um, do it passionately, get in there. Uh, if you have something you feel like you need to say, say it. Uh, do not expect financial reward for your trouble. <laughs> See, this is really good news for me in my Holland Oates book. It is. I. You should do it. You should do it with passion. <laughs> you should not expect financial reward. Um, but it does open crazy doors career-wise. Well, you've right? mentioned like, this to me again. So this is where this now leads to the next step, right? So you've uh, kind of finished this book now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, I'm, at, uh, I'm, I'm on The Sims team. Um, and a VP comes through and he's talking about this emotion face stuff. And um, in classic me fashion, I just kind of went off at the mouth and it somehow worked out for me. This is uh, this is going to stop working uh, at some point. But this guy's talking about this this person he's working with and, and this crazy list of things he had done in terms of, you know, stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's chapter three in my book. And he's like, what? I'm like, Here, let me go get you one. And he starts going through it. He's like, oh, my, you know, this person is going to really, really in- enjoy this. And I'm like, well, thanks. I that, Yeah, I'm glad I can help or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that ended up turning into a series of conversations that I got pulled into that group. So that person he was talking about ended up being a very good friend of mine. Oh, cool. Um, met, met some really amazing people. I mean, so this was the EA had something called the worldwide visualization group. And it was the, it was like Disneyland for people who just didn't accept status quo. It was amazing. I mean, I'm going to get these numbers wrong, but I I swear there were like two Oscars and like a couple of authors and like experts in their field across the board. And, you know, to get to even sit near that, never, never mind to participate in it was just ridiculous. It was so cool. Um, And I said, like I said, made some extremely good long-term friends there too. Um, So that was, that was the most playground environment I was ever in until, until super evil. So after that, there was, uh, there was, um, couple different things. Uh, LucasArts. I was at LucasArts for a while. Um, you know, got to have some really cool experiences there. I mean, the fact that they shared a campus with ILM. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, just you just go to lunch and you're walking by, you know, Slimer and all the planes from Die Hard 2 and, like, you know, matte paintings from, from Hook. It's just, sure. like, oh, so beautiful and so cool. And um, got to work a lot with the guys who run the – who ran, at least at the time, the capture stage. So for motion capture or something called likeness capture, um, uh, it's just like to get to play, to, to be working in video games yet to get to play with the like tip top tech yeah. of the, of the film world was just like mind blowingly cool. It was just amazing and, uh, really humbling. And, you know, again, how do you walk away from something like, like that sounds to, so to me listening, it sounds like the dream job. You know, all good things come to an end, and there was just a, a point in the relationship where it was like, "Hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna go somewhere else, and we're gonna move on." Um, yeah, and that led to probably the coolest job I think I've had. Honestly, is uh, I ended up being a stay-at-home dad 
oh, for about cool. 18 months. That's uh, awesome. That's super awesome. Yeah, and really <laughs> um, hard. Yeah, it is. It actually, well, like you were, you know, we were talking earlier, you've got a puppy. No, I don't compare and, my puppy to, to having kids and raising kids, but. Well, I, it, <laughs> but, but the thing is, it's, it's, you'd never trade it for anything else in the world, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. 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 But, um, you know, the whole one door closes, one door opens thing too, right? Like Absolutely. you just never know. So sometimes yeah. the, the first step's the most difficult one, but, um, it turns out you've made some, you've opened some good doors. Mm-hmm. Okay. So stay at home, dad. Yep. And then uh, after a while, you know, the, this, the, the hit to having a, a single income in Northern California <laughs> became a real thing. And, uh, I started opening up doors to, to working in studios again. And, um, a really good friend of mine who's always been incredibly generous to me, um, found a way for me to get to work on, uh, Peabody and Sherman over at DreamWorks. Um, and that was super cool too. Like, cause I had never been in a, you know, full fledged movie studio on the animated film side, you know, um, it, you know, getting to, to dabble in stuff with ILM was amazing, you know, but I was never on a movie there. So you there's know? a lot of, fil- on- there's a lot of film talk here. And so as a kid, was that, was like that kind of the goal? Uh, well, I was going to originally get into 2D animation, and it was absolutely Disney films that did okay. that. It was all, I mean, that whole stretch where there was, you know, Little Mermaid, Lion King, Aladdin, all those. I mean, that was what I wanted to do, and Kicked I only changed it. changed to 3D literally at the <laughs> um, the tour of the school before I started. Sure. The, the, dig- the guy in the digital ink and paint lab saw that I was geeking out on the computers, and he's like, you know, we're opening a 3D course in a couple months. And I'm like, 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 like Toy Story? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, like Toy Story. I'm like, no, no, like, like Toy Story? Like, yeah, like Toy Story. I'm like, hold on. And I just marched right out of that tour into the office, and I'm like, I'm not going to that one. I'm going to this one. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's a, that's a way back to the start. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, Beauty and yeah. the Beast started that run, right, for Disney, I think? I want to say me, so. For me, that was the resurgence. That was my favorite Disney one anyways. I want to say all of them are still, that, that stretch was so It was good. ridiculous. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. Okay, so um, back into you're back at film now. Right? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, that was my really only real film okay. stretch, um, and uh, you know, just but despite or aside from some sort of uh, uh, spec projects, and then um, uh, you know, I'm I'm you know chugging along happily there, and I get a cold call out of the blue. Um, a guy wants to talk to me about a startup he's working on um, because he had a friend. We had a mutual friend. He he had originally contacted to say like you know come work with us, and that guy just couldn't do it. He just couldn't he just couldn't move to the area. Um, and but he he threw them my name, a good friend I met at LucasArts, and uh, and uh, we met and talked, and I talked it over with my my wife, and we just said you know what this sounds like the better bigger more opportunity thing. And at very least it'll be an experience and fun. Cause I'd never been in a true startup environment. Right. Um, and so that's how I became em- the very first employee at super evil. There were the four founding members and then me, um, all working out of my boss's apartment, which is now why you're on the podcast for people that were wondering. Yeah. See, we came all the way around and answered that question. Yeah. Wow, that, that was, a, that was a, a much longer I'm bio like, than probably needed to be told. I'm but. like so good at this job. I um, feel like you've really put a button on it. We're done here. <laughs> <laughs> no, everybody. First employee hired, hole. right? <laughs> <laughs> first employee, though. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you you so can can you talk a little bit about about that meeting? I mean, uh, there had to be 
I mean, obviously, look, you said you're a stay-at-home dad, so you got kids, you got a family, you know, you've got a you've got a good gig at the movies. And and I understand the draw to get involved in a startup like that, but you had to have felt something or seen something or heard something or something happened. Well, a co- yeah, opportunity is a big part of it. You know, uh, no matter what you do and how you do it, when you walk into a new job, for the most part, you know, you're going to have to deal with how it was done before you got there. And sometimes that's a great thing and sometimes it's a terrible thing. Um, and I've always had my own ideas on how things should work in the, the, the area of stuff that I do. Um, and even in places where it was said, like, you know, let's, let's kind of reinvent this and go with it. There's always a ton of resistance uh, because that's just natural, normal human behavior. And it's, and it's you know, frankly, a good thing. Uh, but this was an, envi- an environment and a situation where essentially there was never going to have been a before time. You know, and to get to go in and really sculpt the sort of pipeline, workflow, tool set, approach to things, uh, really just blank slate was so attractive, you know, and it came, it comes down to another, you know, money where your mouth is thing, right? Spouting off for years. This should be this way. This should be that way. Okay. Well, this is the opportunity, like put up or shut up. Sure. Um, and now that, that was scary and super attractive. Um, and beyond that, the, the guys, um, you know, the guys running it are really, all of them really, really charismatic, really smart, incredibly passionate. Um, they don't, I don't think I've ever heard any one of the founders ever say something because they didn't feel like answering the question. Yeah. There's always like, there's always a reason. There's always a reason If there's, there's no, there's no lazy concluding of, of a conversation or an idea. It's like, no, it's this way because I believe this and here's why I believe that. And does that work for you? You know? And it's, I don't know. It, it, it hit me immediately that, uh, there was a lot of, a lot of respect between them, uh, a lot of passion between them. And, and the other thing too, a willingness to argue about it. Yeah. You know, like there have been times, I won't name names, but there've been times where, you know, some of the founders will go at it and it's, always ended up in a fantastic resolution solution and a stronger relationship. Right. And like that, that to me is really, that's really going to lay the groundwork for a, a healthy environment. Like sometimes you just need to hash things out. And in a lot of companies in a lot of places, it's sort of frowned upon to just speak your mind and, and be willing to be wrong and be willing to be proven wrong and be willing to sort of throw down on, on why you believe something. And it's been something that's carried through to this day. You know, if people are really passionately on other sides of, of a discussion, they'll just hash it out. Yeah. And it's, um, I find it to be super healthy. So, yeah, I mean that, and that was there from, from, you know, I didn't, I didn't witness any arguments during the interview. Sure. (laughs) Okay. So it was really apparent really early that that's just a good, they're just a good group. So can you talk to us a little bit about, um, you know, what you did those early days? (laughs) Uh, early on, it was everything. Yeah, I would think early so. Early on, yeah, early on, if it was, if it got built, I built it. Early on, if it got lit, I lit it. If it got textured, I textured it. If it if it was moving around, I rigged it and and I animated it. Um, early on, I mean, you know, the the rest of the team was was handling some some you know new business stuff. Other guys were working on engine tech and and other guys were designing the game. And basically, if you saw it moving around. I probably did it. Okay. And by, by probably, I mean, 
90 percent yeah pretty much. <laughs> um and so that was super stressful but it was also really good because there were areas in my career previously i had never ever tinkered in that suddenly i had to and you know a challenge is really good our challenge is really fun sure um yeah so it was just it was really cool sort of having to answer any kind of request and come up with a solution even if i had no business usually in that role it was so, so cool so um I know that in the past we've talked about the animator that's there now, <laughs> and I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, would, would you like his game name or his real name? His game name. Let's see his oh, game name. I got to pronounce it. Put Mar- Marguya. There you go. Yeah. Uh, is uh, from a fighting game background. Yeah. Yes. And that is a characteristic style of vainglory, right? I'm not putting yeah. words in your mouth, but I think we've had that conversation before. It, absolutely. Uh, other other folks can speak to it more more yep, yep. eloquently, but yeah, his he's got a sensibility. Uh, first of all, he's a hardcore gamer. Like this guy, he doesn't just enjoy playing games. He 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 pulls apart why he likes things, why they work, why they don't work. Sure. Um, and it's it's a, it's it's really cool to be around because you know I I play games, but I'm not a hardcore gamer. Wait, okay, right? wait, hang on, don't don't go too far ahead because I have a question. You didn't let me get my question out. But I'm talking now. <laughs> this is my show. No. I feel less and less like it's my show. The fold. <laughs> I'm just cutting so, it off here. Yeah, just keep doing that. That's fine. I'm just going to keep talking like Exceptions does. Um, so <laughs> two hours later, I'm like, Sean, can we end, please? Just can we stop now? It hurts. This isn't a stream. It's the podcast. Um he goes, I go for six hours sometimes. I go, I know, I can't do it. Uh, anyways, so my question is, is early on, was that a style that was um, referenced or thought of, or this is how that they that we should do it? Was it a style that you were trying to mimic and then, uh, you know, he came in to help with that or or was it a completely different, I guess, like, I as pretty a, much, as I a, pretty much invented that as Vainglory style and Jerome has, has been doing his best <laughs> to keep up and it's, uh, it's sad. No, um, what, what really happened was I was putting in, uh, wonderfully serviceable animation. It was not good. So uh, I have this vision of like, of like the fold was like just green with like a, a tree in the background and uh, and the tree? characters were like stick figures. Hey, big <laughs> it was it was a, a a meter by meter set of grid tiles <laughs> with lumps for yeah. where there would be walls okay. and and weird little bean sprout looking things standing in for brush. It now was, I'm I'm going to yeah. sound like a noob. I don't know anything about this stuff, but like. Um, other than the little that you've talked to me about or has sh- have shown me. But like at that point, and we were early on, right? You're the first employee. Mm-hmm. And I imagine, you know, there's five of you there. Everybody, like you said, there's business happening and then there's engine work. And then you're kind of bringing, is your job at that point to, are you really just testing the engine? No, we were, we were running it, building this game right out the door. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, the testing the it was very much a, a, a building the plane while taking off. So, at no point was Vainglory an endless runner. No. <laughs> no. Okay. I no. just want to make sure. I, I, uh, what was the, I will tell you that the first <laughs> map that we made, well, that I made, because there was you know there was work that had been done for some environment stuff previous to, to my time there, um, but I started on the first iteration of the map and. What's the which which is the car company with the symbol that's uh 
uh, it's kind of like a Mercedes. Line, uh, it's it's kind of like kind of a, a jut out in the middle, but otherwise, is that is that uh, Dodge, Chevy? Chevy? Chevy. Yeah, I'm uh, for for those at home following along. A, I'm making actually, hand sing, hand signals a, into Skype. It's a bow tie. It's a bow tie. There we go. That's yeah, what they call it. That was that was pretty much what the very first. Well, map. hey, welcome to America. <laughs> I'm from <laughs> Canada. It's all so confusing. <laughs> Uh, Chevy, apple pie, America, the bow tie. All right, guys. So you know, so did you know that they actually record commercials different with with different pronunciations? So I like I moved to the U.S. and, ever, and suddenly everyone's saying Mazda. Hello, this is a <laughs> Mazda commercial, and you're like, that's ah, a Mazda. <laughs> and and it wasn't. It's not like it's just you know people from different countries can't hear right and just mispronounce everything. No, like the, the commercial there says, you know, the new Mazda RX-7. And yeah, you come Mazda. down here and it's the Mazda. <laughs> I don't think I draw anyway. my It's the Mazda. <laughs> or there's that word, whatever you're saying. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. All right. So the bow tie, the, first the map, map yeah, was shaped so, like that. So if you can imagine, it was like it had a lane yep. on the where the bases were. And then it opened up to kind of like a, a thunder dome in the middle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I that's play, what the I very first map, map looked like. I want to yeah. play on that one. <laughs> it was, and there was nothing on the edge of the world. You just fell off. There was nothing there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so it was like a sky map. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, at, at night facing up. So you guys, <laughs> I mean, you guys, you guys, and I've said it a million times, you make it seem so easy. And I can't, I, just the amount of hard work that you guys put in. Um, and the things you accomplish in a short upon, short amount of time speaks to the level of talent that they've that they've brought in over there. We've got a really it, crazy good team. It, it like is everyone really, is top shelf. It, everyone. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And they did their homework. And obviously, I'm sure you did your homework before the interview. Who am I going to see? What are these guys about? No, not you. Mm, did no. you bring a resume to that interview? No. <laughs> So for everybody listening at home, <laughs> leave their resumes at home. Just carry around five-minute VHS cassette tapes right. and and then profit. And so unlike then, now you don't do anything. You sit around, drink, smoke cigars. You guys play Space Hulk. Yeah. No, I actually have someone who plays Space Hulk for me. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> that's Jesse. He's good. He's really good. <laughs> He, uh, he's he's a bit of a drinker, gets a little surly, but otherwise, I mean, I, I haven't, I can't remember the last time that I, I lost a game of Space Hulk. I feel like that was another missed opportunity for me because I'm pretty good at Space Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. You got a resume? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> my, hey, I like it. <laughs> my, you're hired. <laughs> um. So no, you're you're even more you're more busier. Is that a that's English? Yeah. No, it is. <laughs> um, I I understoodified it. Uh, the yeah, it's crazy. You know, back back then, pretty much, like I said, everything that went in the game, uh, I, I had done. But, you know, that, that didn't last very long. You know, f- shortly thereafter, you know, uh, Chainsaw was hired. And I, I, I want to say uh, our environment modeler, Evil on the Inside, uh, I want to say she was the very next person. Um, and, it, and it quickly becomes a blur on the precise sure, order. Sure. But, but before long, right, we have someone whose job it is to do environment modeling. And we have an animator and we have... Someone whose job it is to do character modeling, uh, and bit by bit, you know, um, everything that I had been doing was no longer on my plate. Right. Yet somehow stayed crazy busy. Sure. 
What, um, what is your title was, at Super Evil right now? If I go on the net and look it up, if I go online, uh, lead technical artist. Damn, that's like yeah. that's three words. It is three words. That is impressive. No, but so is Panda Bear Sex. So that doesn't, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> so we're here now. Now, okay. Now, listen. So then, uh, one day they said, "Look, we're gonna go. We're gonna flip the switch. This is gonna be online, and everybody needs a name." Uh, the name story. Yep. Yeah. So we decided sort of to, to hold hands and, and jump into this spreadsheet Google doc together. And it was time to, uh, yeah, pick developer names. And, um, the one thing that we knew for sure, like the guarantee was that, uh, and part of the reason we were picking developer names is we wanted to make sure that anyone going into the game got that special little treat that like, okay, cool. I'm playing with a developer. We wanted to make sure that they knew they were playing with a developer. And so, um, the way we decided we were going to do that was to have a prefix of evil underscore. Okay. And then we were going to make it so that no one could make a name that had evil underscore in it. That way, you know, that would be a, a true distinction. Um, seems, and I don't, seems like a good idea. Yeah. And I don't know exactly where that fell apart, but it, it totally did. Uh, and we decided instead to make the names blue. So when I picked the name Doer, it was really just so that my name would be Evil Doer, right? And uh, and then I, and then we didn't do that. <laughs> and, <laughs> no, nobody and th- came and told you. Well, it it, I, it was these empty promises. It's like Cap- <laughs> it's like Captain Nito offering you a cookie. Listen, you know did, what? Did you're anyone get, veto him being naming himself Captain Nito? Well, I mean, I would have vetoed that. You so know, he's, he's my nemesis, right? But here's I gotta here's here's what's awkward, right? Uh, you know he's our chief creative officer. Yeah, it's really hard to tell him that his name is bad. <laughs> I'll tell him because he's like, you know what? This is this was I poured my heart and soul into this. This is the best name anyone's had, and I'm like, I just don't want to. I just don't want to bring it down. I don't want to hurt his feelings. All I don't right. want to. So they so they go to press, and you just become doer. Four four letters. Yeah. Yeah, that name's cool as shit, though. <laughs> it is. I gotta tell you, it's. I got my own commercial now. Have you seen it? It's lowercase. I have yep. not seen your commercial. That's part. Of, oh, by the way, part of why it's lowercase is because it was going to have evil on the front of it, and I that was going to be a capital E. I, I'm going to call you evil from now on. Well, that's even better. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? But now the guilds went in and guild tags. Oh. Now that I'm in the the super evil guild, my name is finally home. Oh right! It's it now when I play a game, I am evil doer. Oh, I become evil doer. Finally, finally, evil doers made. Yeah. Okay. And other well, and other people changed their names when that prefix thing fell apart, you know. So uh, yeah. our environment modeler, uh, her her first name she picked was on the inside. Oh, evil on the inside. But that was, but yeah, but that was no longer such a great name <laughs> without the evil <laughs> prefix. So now in a guild game, she is evil, evil on the inside. Evil, evil. Yeah, nice. just like we have evil, evil Finn. Oh, and you would have been evil, evil doer. Yeah. If you had fixed it. Yeah. So everything works out. One door closes. We come right back to that. It's <laughs> always working out for you. Um, <laughs> the fold. I'll tell you, it's awesome that you left it because it is pretty exciting to play with somebody whose name is blue. Yeah. For I mean, it's crazy reason. though. Some I people, don't know why. I've, I've actually been trolled on my dev account. I'm yeah, just like. It's hilarious. That's, um, hey, good for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was awesome. Yeah. And then people, sometimes people afterwards are like. Why is your, you know, they get on chat and like, I'd use a friend. Why is your name blue? And you go, because I'm a developer. And they go, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, say. I'm, I'm going to get better. I swear I'll get better. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's fun though. It's a neat little, uh, you know, it's a nod to the to the way you guys treat the community. I think it's good. I like it. I remember the first time I got to play with you guys. It was pretty exciting for me. Um, and now it's just usually Jason and I lose horribly when we play together. It's our thing. It is what we do. I, we, yeah, some people have. I don't uh, even know. Lunch if, plays. <laughs> we've won five games together. We've played a lot. 30 yeah (laughs) although that's all that's my thing with a number of people you talk to a a load of people they're like yeah we just don't win together so there's like a common thing there i don't understand i win with other people Mm -hmm. other people win with other people but nobody wins with you Uh, what are you getting at (laughs) i don't understand i know that a lot of times people will play play kill the dev yep yep that is uh i've experienced that yep uh it's it that's you know it's part of it. I feel like at the end of my, you know, zero and seventeen game, I've provided a service to the community. Think of how happy the other team is. <laughs> Here's what I always say: someone has to die, right? The game's not fun if no one died, right? So I I fill that role. I take that responsibility. I it's take a it, service to the community. I take it very seriously. <laughs> I am gonna die hard, <laughs> often. So you, but you know, you got to be um, pretty excited with all the you know, all the decisions and, and the things, um, with super evil and and where you guys are at and the success that you're having. And I mean, I'm riding the coattails. I'm loving it. Who gets to take this ride, man? Not very many people. I mean, seriously. Yeah. You guys are, you know, revolutionizing what's happening in this world. There's a paradigm shift happening right now and you guys are at the forefront of it. I sure hope so. I mean, we're putting, we're putting everything we can into believing that that's true and that that if we're lucky we get a seat at the table of 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 that being true but you know it's still a lot of work every day yeah you guys work crazy hard and the pace with which you release patches and 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 the content that is in those new patches is ridiculous to me i i, I how many times have i texted you to so like slow down relax you guys need to just take a i want you when you guys shut down for christmas i was so excited everybody <laughs> just needs a break can you just get a break just you know, you, we, we took a break. A lot of people your, took a break, and take, it was really good. Yeah, take your foot off the gas just for Let me breathe a little. I can't even keep <laughs> up. I can't keep up anymore. What is really pretty great is that, you know, we have grown, um, you know, and, and everyone everyone works so hard. And, and a lot of people who, you know, were shouldering four, five, six roles early on have now been able to delegate that stuff. And so when things get crazy, it's no longer the entirety of the company. Right, you'll have sure. a stretch where the heroes team is like really having to push hard. Okay, and you'll have a stretch where the you know UI and product team are really having to push hard. You'll have a stretch where the back end you know platform stability guys are working extra hard. Um, well, in that case, that's every single day. Yeah, right. Those guys, those guys are working so hard all the time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So as the company gets bigger, the the problems dissipate a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, they they're, they're, they 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 spread out a little, you sure. know. It, it used to be that one person would have to face, you know, five different kinds of problems, and now they don't, you know. Like uh, Bo, our CEO, you know, he had weeks where you know he was basically our only platform guy early on. That's a uh, uh, think matchmaker, a lot of server stability, all that kind of stuff. And there was there were stretches there where, you know. Um, there was a, a, you know, a round of investment funding going on at the same time that, you know, we had just experienced a, uh, some growth and it, 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 you know, it presented to us things that were 
new problems to solve. And he was the poor guy was like having to be on the phone with someone one minute and and then on uh, in the next minute, you know, diving into the South American servers to make sure everything was working properly. And there were days where I was just like, man, I am so glad I just make the things that are running around. And, <laughs> oh, and, and, you know, my complaints are like, it's got too many ponytails. <laughs> and his complaints are like, well, I, I hope we can get through this round of funding and that we have servers when we're done with that. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, I'm very okay. glad that everyone's getting stuff uh, a lot more delegated and all that. Yeah. Um, talk to me a little bit. You've mentioned this to me before. This is a leading question about the early days of when you guys went live online. And like people logging into play and you guys kind of waiting around to play with those people. I'm going back yeah. to like Jacques. And- so have you ever seen Batman Returns? Yes. So at the start of that movie, there's this really, I'm a big Batman fan, but the start of this movie was so weird because, you know, they turn on the bat signal and a bunch of mirrors move around and it just shines on Bruce Wayne's face. Who's just sitting in his library waiting for the bat signal. Right. It's like, really? Millionaire playboy guy. Like you're just waiting for the call. Like that just seems really needy. That was the early days. (laughs) We would just sit there in the lobby staring because it used to it used to be, you know, when we first launched, it was just in a a couple of very small markets. Um, Quietly. There was no press, no nothing because we were still sort of testing the waters. And, you know, to the point to give you an idea, we would give you the number of people in the matchmaker. Like you open up the app and up there on the corner, it would say, you know, three of six people, one of six people. And, and, and most times that you jumped on there, it was zero, like, or, or, you know, the minimum was one because you were in, you were in, but you know, we also had a point, a time when if, if anyone went into the matchmaker, we'd send you a notification. So, oh, so you knew that everyone could, everyone, all the other six people could jump on. It's, it was, yeah. I mean, can you, can you seriously fathom that, that, that. We had notifications and and visibility into how many people were playing, so that you knew to jump in and play, if if the number ever kind of got past two, and there were situations. And this is very very early, right? I mean, yeah, we, yeah, and um, super early. Well, I mean, it basically predates matchmaking, right? Because okay. it was six up, six in. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, and that there were a number of times where I'd jump on, and if I saw a number as high as three, I'm like. You know, the, the the two possibilities for the outcome here are these guys sit around and wait until they just give up. You know, there's no one to play with. Um, or, you know, we're going to have to jump in and fill those other three slots and make this game happen. And it did happen a number of times where a, a really good friend of mine, uh, his name is Jacques. Uh, oh, was gee, early, we've talked about him before. Yeah. Uh, he he was uh, one of the people we had come in for, you know, live play tests in the, in the beginning. So when the game was available... Uh, he was one of the first people there and the number of times where, yeah, we would like text each other and call each other and dive in. Like we have to make a match happen and we'd get in and now you can see the player name. We're like, Oh, Hey, shock. (laughs) (laughs) We, we dove in and you know, it got to the point where like one other person in there wasn't a super evil person. Uh, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, it was, it was great. (laughs) I mean, and just to, to, to just think though, that like there was a time where, all it took was six people. Yeah. You know, like when, when, uh, when the discussion of matchmaking comes up and it's, you know, it could be tweaked this way or tweaked that way. You know, there are times when you just want to hear it like, oh, okay, yeah, you make a good point. We should work on this or we should work on that. Um, but to realize like, that's such a high quality problem. It's such a fantastic challenge to have 
you know, in comparison to like, will five other people play with me? <laughs> sure. <laughs> right. It's, right, right. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. And like, and it happens in like a minute and a half. It, yeah. The snowball <laughs> of, of, uh, of that state, that state to when, you know, it, we had, you know, I can't mention numbers, but let's just say lots and lots and lots of people playing. Yeah, yeah. It happened so quickly. I mean, you it's like I fell asleep on, on, on Monday and woke up on Tuesday and there was this whole game thing springing up. And then a couple of days after that, there were podcasts. And <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. So um, shortly after we, Justin and I started up the show, um, you know, you, you kind of reached out to us and uh, asked if we could play some games and we started playing games and we started chatting at night and i'm kind of a night owl and you're on the west coast and it worked out and um there's a few people that i've met in my time doing this this past year and that i consider friends and you're certainly one of them jason i'm very proud to say that um you know my wife asks all the time how's jason doing what's going on with jason <laughs> she really does i'd like um, to meet I, her sometime you will meet mrs chuck sometime and yeah um, you know and and friendships get formed over games i talk about this a lot all the time uh, at this stage in my life, the majority of friends I've had, I've met through gaming. And like I said, you were definitely one of them. Um, when we uh, came out to San Francisco for the launch event, uh, you were a gracious host, uh, more than gracious. Uh, and it was great to finally meet you in person. And that's a big thing for me, meeting people in person. And I want to segue into this a little bit. We had talked about this. So I hope you're done talking about yourself. Uh, I got I got more if you... <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, so like, there's man, there's a lot there. Yeah. Well, um, I think you know. Let me sum up. First of all, thank you. That's really, really kind to say, and and it, I feel exactly the same way. Like it, it. So I mean, I'm not going to go too deep into it, but uh, for me personally, uh, 2015 was a really difficult year, um, and I found myself, uh, you know, wanting to talk to people about what was going on, and just you know, we'd wrap up a game. And um, be on, on, on whether it was Mumble or MumbleFi or Discord or whatever. And we'd, we'd just stay on the line and chat for, you know, gosh, probably another hour sometimes. Um, and it was really, like, it was really great to have uh, uh, a friend that was someone you could talk to, but also uh, outside of my sort of closed personal world, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what you're saying. Like, you make you make friends with this. Like, this that wasn't... That wasn't game talk, right? That no. was like that was real life talk. Um, yeah, I mean, we've had a lot of game talk, but we've had just yeah. as much, if not more, real life talk. I know when you know I lost my uncle, that was very close to me. You, you mm-hmm. and I had some deep conversations about that as well, um, and and that's what I mean. Like this, these are unintended consequences. This is not, you know, this is I didn't set out to do this and and have this happen. But I I've realized that you know there are some people you just meet in life and things click and you're easy to talk to. And there's no pauses in the conversation and you get my jokes and, you know, basically I should have married you is what I'm well, saying. Well, it's, I want to clarify one of those. I, it, you know, I don't get your jokes. I'm, just, I'm a polite laugher. <laughs> Fact. The <Yeah>. fold. Uh, <laughs> just cut, cut, cut. <laughs> Uh, so no, I just wanted to say that, but, and, and, and the reason I even, I even bring it up is I think, um, it came up that, you know, uh, I, I asked Sean to help me out exceptions, you know, when I needed some help with the podcast and, uh, that was possible because I had met him in real life. Yeah. Right. 
and I've met you in real life and I've met DZ in real life. And I think when you start to, you know, meet these people and sit down and have scotch and a cigar with them and, and have dinner, break bread, you know, my grandmother yep. would say, um, relationships change over that. You know, it's not just a digital, it's not just bits moving across the screen. It's and, surprising. Like, yeah, like, and you were saying that, you know, that, yeah, like that made, um, approaching Sean when, when it was, you know, time for Justin to leave the show, like made it easier that you had, yeah, you guys had hung out together, you know? And like you, you knew each other before that. Right? Yeah. We knew each other before from the internet, but you know, nothing replaces, uh, meeting people in person. So I'm thankful to have gotten to go to San Francisco and, and meet you in person. But is that because we're olds or is that, is that, is that like, is that generational or is that, is that just true? I am old. That's a fact. And yeah, I don't, I've, I've seen it. I don't know if it's generational. Um, I feel like it is. I think, here's what I think. I think that, um, you know, Xbox Live and, and, and all these services, Steam, uh, bring, bring gamers together, right? And I know that, you know, some of my younger nephews have uh, friends from Texas and, 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 you know, Washington State and all over the, the globe, right, in Japan that they play with. Every afternoon they log on and play Halo or Call of Duty or whatever it is the kids are doing these days. Um, and I think that that's great. There's opportunities and experiences there that growing up I would never have had, right? Like if you yeah. weren't in my neighborhood – we, we didn't play together. Right. You know, that, I mean, like, so if you're in my neighborhood, you come over and play combat on the Atari 2600 with me, or we might throw the football in the backyard until the streetlights came on. And then that was it. <laughs> um, right. Then the, the dinner triangle. What is yeah. that thing called? Yeah. <laughs> so I think that, uh, I think that the internet is fascinating that way and bringing in, in, um, it really makes the world a smaller place. Yeah. But there's an intimacy from shaking someone's hand, from sitting down across from them at a table, looking a person in the eye, you know, back to facial yeah. expressions that you just, you, you'll never be able to get. And I think it was your, your, you and Sean's intimacy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that you really, know, sometimes you just got to give it to them so that they know what they're missing. Um, is Sean's quote. <laughs> uh, no, so I, you know, we're getting all deep here. I don't trying to, but I guess yeah. my, my point it's a game about Ving. This is a podcast well, about Vainglory. So my point is, is that I know you guys have sort of partnered up a little bit with Mob Crush and have done some meetups, and we did one. And I know that there's been a couple Chicago meetups, and I know that there's been some out in Utah and out in, out on the West Coast. And I'm sure they're popping up everywhere. And I guess what I want to say to the listeners is, find these things and go to them. Get in your car, drive, and go do this thing. I feel like I've been saying this a lot every week. They're just, killer fun. Like I don't think do anyone it. realizes just how much fun they are. You know, like I, I work on the game, and that's all great and all that. But when we have those events, like when you were out here, or you know, like we've done, done other events locally, it, it stops being a job, and you're just like, you know, every couple of minutes, people are like, you want to play a game? Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're at a bar, you're out on like a, you're you're sitting at a bus stop, like. Yeah. If you just get your group of people together and just it's really, really cool. And I want to touch on something related, you know. Um, it's also kind of fun and it blows my mind, like twice now, Shin, Shin Kagan, Shin Kagan, uh, I always say it wrong. I think I say it wrong both ways. Um uh, <laughs> I think twice now he's had to kind of step in and and play as a sub 
uh, in crazy situations. I, I think that that happened again this weekend. I don't. I, I just know that top line. But I know previously there was a competition going on, and he had to like sub in while he was boarding a plane. Yeah, that's like the famous story. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, you know, you you can't probably know outside of the company how much that warms our hearts inside the company, well, right? Because that is you like it feels so good that there is a positive story that is made possible by the fact that this is played on mobile devices, right? right. Like you couldn't, you know, it just wouldn't happen any other way. And it's like, we're just like, yes, this is the thing. This is exactly the thing that we believe makes this special. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's just, yeah. The accessibility of this game is off the charts. And I don't, I think that, you know, that's what we're kind of trying to say is like, if you go to these meetups, it's, you know, like you're playing and you're like, oh, why is this guy doing that thing? If that guy is sitting across the couch from you in the hotel lobby, he'll say yep. like he'll say, "Oh, dude, sorry, I pushed the wrong button or something." And you'll be like, "Oh, no, no, cool, that's cool, it's all yeah. good." And if you're on if you're on the internet blind, you're like, uh, "I mean, some of that tension is resolved just through chat apps, right? Discord sure, sure. Or, or Mumble or whatever it might be, Skype." Um, but in person, it's this. It just becomes really, really fun. Yeah. Like everybody's kind of laughing. There's really almost there's no salt. It's just a different experience. And then, I mean, these are like-minded people, right? Like people that play Vainglory, people I want to kind of hang out with. Would it be wrong of me to disagree? <laughs> no, I'm just. It's just I would because you said it, no. It's just because you said like-minded. Sorry. I would expect you to disagree. <laughs> I would expect you to disagree. Um, <laughs> no, you're absolutely like you're absolutely right. Uh, yeah, so find some of these meetups, right? Find them. I'm sure they're, they're posted on the forums and on Twitter. You'll, you can find them out there. They're happening in and around your area. We've done a couple now. We did the Big Extra Life one. And since then, we've, we've done a couple more with just some, some of the local guys. We're like, hey, let's get together on Friday night. The day after New Year's, New Year's we got together. Yeah. Like New Year's Day, let's, uh, let's just get together and play. That was we, like a guild one for you, right? No, it was just it was just the local dudes. They're all in the guild, but it was just okay. local dudes, and it was like, let's get some beers and pizza, and we'll just we'll just play. Like we'll just play. It's yeah. just six of us, and we we played some online, we played some just local, and we just hung out and played. And we're planning on doing it again. It was a heck of a lot of fun. So, um, I mean, you know, you just walk in with your iPad or your phone, and you start playing. It's crazy to me. It's crazy. Yeah. Awesome. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's crazy awesome. <laughs> so I um also. Did you have a good weekend? Not too bad. No. I mean, all the all the all the best things that could happen did. Uh, made a bunch of new friends this weekend, and you know, just yeah. Okay. How about you? I I did not. I don't know if you know this, but I have a part time job. Okay. As an entertainer. Okay. I, I um I I'm a juggler. <laughs> you, why are you laughing? I know what you're doing. I like to juggle things. Yep. I'll juggle balls, um, knives, swords, eggs, watermelons. I've juggled. Can, can you do teacups? I, I cups I've never tried. I probably could. I'm asking because those are particularly difficult and and unforgiving. Teacups on yeah. on saucers or just by themselves. You are a brave man. <laughs> I'm. We're gonna go with saucers. Well, I'm a pretty talented juggler. There's not many things that I can't juggle. 
Okay, challenge accepted. <laughs> gonna stand off camera, so, throwing things at you. I'm just gonna say oblong things, huh? I just, oblong. I dude, I've juggled balloons, helium balloons. <laughs> That's not easy. No, it's they don't come down. Were you upside I'm down? St- at the I'm time? still juggling helium balloons right now. I started. I started juggling them 15 years ago. Haven't dropped one yet. I've, I've never dropped one. <laughs> I'm juggling 37 helium balloons right now. Can you imagine just the the, the bristling disappointment of the people who wanted to hear some vainglory talk? This is a vainglory podcast. It's bristling. Sometimes my wife listens to the show and she goes, "I thought when do you talk about the game." I go. I don't. I don't know that we ever talk about the game anymore. <laughs> but uh, I've actually played a lot of Inglory this weekend. Yeah. Yep, I have. Um, which is great news for me. I, I've been going through some some droughts where I haven't been playing as much, but these last few weeks I've been playing quite a bit, almost daily again. And uh, I really like where the game's at. I, it's in a. It's. I say it's always improving. Uh, I'm looking forward to the new patch, the jungle changes that were announced. And I'm not going to ask you to go into any details, but oh, I'm it's excited. huge! It's huge. I'm excited for that stuff. Um, the the new heroes look great. Uh, we got some new lore that I'm going to wait and talk to uh, Sean about in detail. But I just loved the new Koshka lore for her tier three, uh, not tier three for her um, special edition skin which was the uh, lunar new year skin yeah, yeah the the ch- was our red lantern the red right? lantern that was yeah. a fantastic story um now in that story she seems to quote some other characters other heroes okay and it's interesting to me because i believe you have something to do with that uh well in uh, the actual not the, lore not the story of the lore but the quotes uh i may yeah i i may so yeah there's um so Sugar Venom handles the lore uh, and does an amazing job of it. And as, as you said before, like not just in in terms of what the content is, she also delivers that stuff in a number of different writing styles. Yeah, that's what and impresses me. I, yeah, and I you know, and that's real. It's really hard to find a single voice with which to tell stories, but to 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 have multiple different ways is uh, it's a completely different kind of challenge. And she's just so good at it. Yeah, she's somewhat um, of a juggler too. <laughs> and uh <laughs> is the knowing laugh too much um so uh but one of the one of the most fun things uh at work right now for me anyways is um working with sugar venom on writing the uh voice lines for the characters so i don't know if anyone everyone knows this but as well as writing the lore um she also writes every word that every hero says Right. Um, and that's no easy task. And um, she also does the directing and casting of the voice actors. Yeah, she touched on um, a little bit when she was on when she was on with Justin and I. Just a little bit towards the end of that show, she touched on that. Yeah. But you have something to do with that as well. I do. Uh, and it's so I've got some experience in that world of sort of the the, the casting and the and the and writing, you know, voice lines and, and directing. Um, and so I've gotten to, to do one of my favorite things is to sort of step into the sort of Yoda role, the sort of, uh, coach and, uh, advisor. And so, um, you know, definitely the, the directing credit and the writing credit on all that stuff is, is hers. But, um, I get to kind of jump in there and sort of advise and help 
and 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 guide sort of you know because working with actors it's it's entirely it's its own field of work that is really difficult and really deep um and it's been a joy to be able to sort of be a be a bit of a guide for her as she starts you know going down that path um it's just oh it's some of the most fun interactions too because you know, you'll come up with some lines and 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 say them and, and go back and forth with them. And then when the actor gets in the booth, something changes. And it's just, <laughs> you're like, you know what? Like, take out this word, add that one, do this. And okay, do it happy. Now do it like uh, you have an ice cream cone balancing on top of an umbrella. And the actor's like, what? And you're like, I'm just trying to get you to sound confused. Go. Um, <laughs> and it's just, it's really, really a super fun interaction. Um, and yeah, that's been a riot. Now, how long would a session take to lay down voice for a hero? Uh, you know, roughly, our, give or take, it, it varies. It definitely varies. Um, they're usually between an hour or two. Okay. Yeah. I could do that, you know? Yeah. No, okay. if I've heard that, uh, do you have a resume? <laughs> I have a microphone. I do not have a resume. You're in. I will get you a videotape though. <laughs> okay. Would good. that help? <laughs> a VHS cassette. Did I mention that minutes. I can juggle. <laughs> I could juggle while talking into the mic. I'm doing it right now. Yeah, no, the Doppler effect of random things is pretty much that's what that's perfect for the next hero. Perfect. <laughs> okay, well, that's all so cool. It really yeah. is cool. One um, of the, yeah, one of the most fun things that ever happens is uh, you know, one of the hardest things is is even with the lore to get us get an idea of what do these characters sound like can be really really hard and really, for lack of a better term, fuzzy. Right? You, you yep. know. You, it's really a very nebulous world to be like, okay, this is who they are. This is what they do. But like, what do they sound like? Sure. How do they, you know, are they excited? Are they, are they depressed? Are they, you know, uh, morose? Is it, uh, you know, when they, when they get loud, is it an angry loud or is it an excited loud? And you really have to sort of you know, figure out all these different flavors of the same character uh, so that they can deliver a bunch of lines and, um, one of the most fun ones that we ever did was was Celeste, because um, as we were working through her her lines, trying to figure out a voice, we ended up coming up with her voice, the two of us, right. and talking back and forth in Celeste voice. And it started out kind of almost a little bit uh, disconnected and robotic, and then it very quickly turned into... Um, she's not of this world. Like we wanted her to be otherworldly, but not in a alien way, just sort of a sort of disconnected, but in a, in a total awe of the beauty around her. And it was a very strange line to tread. And we ended up finding, um, you ever heard of the movie meet Joe black? Yep. Yeah. And, and we, we ended up settling like on that as the example, Brad Pitt playing, you know, death embodying or, 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 or taking over the, the, the body of somebody, um, and it's just, it's complete, it's utter power, utter control, but total awe and amazement of everything around yeah. you. And and once we were talking in Celeste voice back and forth, all of the lines just came. Everything was just, okay. <laughs> and and then our nod to that was, um, you know, there's a line from Meet Joe Black where it's um, like quite like peanut butter. Yeah. And we're like, well, just look, let's just use that. Lift it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was our little homage to that. But, uh, you know, it doesn't always happen quite that well. That was, I think, the the best one we've had. And, you know, other weird things, right? Like um, Arden, you know, we, we very much had sort of like, you know, Liam Neeson from Taken, right? It was kind of a, <laughs> yeah. a strong thing. And I, you know, it was funny. That was one of the ones I put my foot down on one thing. And I'm like, guys, let's cast a dad. 
Yeah. It has to, we got to get dad right. And then we'll direct him into Navy SEAL. Like yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get what you're going for. We got to cast the dad and I'm getting side eye from, from Cider Helm and Captain Nito and, and, uh, and playoff beard and, 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 uh, um, sugar venom. And I'm like, no, no, trust me, trust me. And we, and so like everyone else is hanging around these clips from videos of like, you know, train killers and mercenaries. And I'm like, here's John Goodman from Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, you're nuts. I'm like, no, trust me, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. And they're like, okay, all right. And, and you know what? We, we cast a guy who just sounded like a dad, like the actor just, Sounds like a dad, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then we got there, and we directed him to be, a, a, you know, a badass, and yeah. exactly who Arden became. Sure. And it was just a, it's just a fun, fun, fun process to be like assembling the little Lego pieces and making it, you know, into a character that's new. Um, it's just a fun, it's an extremely fun process. I don't think that there's any of them that disconnect me from the character or from the lore. So I think that's a compliment, right? Like it's, uh, there's no one that sounds odd or unusual or outside of how they sound with that voice in my head as I read the lore, if that makes Good. sense. Yeah. That's, so that's right that is a point. fantastic compliment. That's right on point because that could really break it for me, right? Like I read all this lore and I fall in love with the hero and then Ringo doesn't sound like he does in my head. Yeah. And then there's a disconnect for me, but I don't have yeah. that. I don't think there's anybody that, there's, I don't think there's anybody there that really, that has that disconnect for me. I'm trying to run through the heroes. But yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's cool stuff, man. It sounds to me like the dream job. I think it sounds it's, to everybody like the dream job. That is that particular part of it, anyway. Is is probably one of the most fun little bubbles to live in. Yeah, like it's just it's because it's pure. I mean, it's purely artistic, creative, fuzzy. Like it, there isn't a right or a, well, that's not true. There's. <laughs> There isn't a definite right, but there are definite wrongs. Sure. You know, if you like you said, if you get that wrong, it's yeah. it's, it's completely broken. Yeah, it, uh, it it removes you from the experience. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? We actually we actually did get one completely wrong. Do you remember Scarf's first? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we 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 got that one wrong, but yeah. you know what? We fixed it. Yep. Uh, and I think that what came out the other end of that was really great. Yeah. I think I mean Scarf is one of the characters I main right now. I'm on a <clears throat> I'm on a win fourteen streak right now. Wow. Uh, yeah. Right? right. Well, I can and take care and of you that. Play, you've played with me. You know how <laughs> unlikely that is. Uh, yeah. Um, but you know, yeah. So we've we've gotten it wrong, and you know what? We'll get it wrong again. Um, so what's but, your what's your scarf build? Oh jeepers! Uh, right now we're going to talk uh, about Vainglory. Right now. Yeah, I rust. I, I, I rust. I rush uh, Frostburn. <laughs> I rush Frostburn, uh, and then depending on whether or not they build shielding, which uh, I they do. Well, you'd, you'd be amazed. <laughs> um, sometimes people just want to just try and stomp, stomp over you, and they just don't want any defense. Um, so if they build no defense, I then uh, from there pretty much parallel build uh, Eve and uh, Broken Myth. But if they build shield, I go to Broken Myth first. If they don't, I go to Eve first. But either way, I complete the next one after that. And only at that point will I actually pick up uh, a reflex block or a boots. Okay. And and really, it's a matter of if if we're if we're really crushing after that, um, I'll pour most of my money into infusions, just repeatedly into infusions, both weapon and uh, crystal. Really. And and if and if it's not, then I'll I'll build out um, either a a second defense item if things are really bad. Yeah. Um, and if things are only so, so bad, um, I'll go to 
Sometimes uh, aftershock and other times shatter glass. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Aftershock, I'm finding if you're if you're finding that you can land a Spitfire and then just start fanning the flames, um, if you can consistently you know get one or two of the players on the other team to to not know how to get away from that, an aftershock is just a it's just a brutal double dip on the damage. Right. right. You're just as soon as you hit that fan that fan the flames, it's like right off the bat they're at half health. You're sure. Like, well, That's now I'm just good. gonna. Yeah. I'm just going to keep chasing you. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then, oh, there's a goop. Oh, another aftershock, and I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm loving playing with the T3 skin, too. Um, you know, I think uh, he looks good in blue. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I'm on record as they're not my favorite skins. So No. He's one of my favorite heroes, and, you know, you can't you can't love them all. The skins are so, you know, based on opinion and, and, and your personal tastes. And scarf the scarf skins just don't. I usually pick on the little red guy most often so, when I play scarf, and I love scarf. So, um, and now like Ringo, the skins made me play Ringo. Like I wasn't a Ringo guy until that tier three skin dropped. So that was a fun one. Yeah, he's that's still probably my favorite one. Um, so it's funny how that works too. You know, it's such yeah. a. You know, I, I, I don't know. They just don't. I'm. I'm waiting to play the tier three scarf on the non-winter map. Oh, are you? Or do you have some uh, sort of visibility sort of conflicts with it? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. So I'm just waiting Question. for that. Yeah. And because it, no, it really like so I've worked in a creative field now long enough that people saying they have an issue with this side or the other visually, it's like it doesn't doesn't really phase. Um, so honestly, in, in interest, um, the scarf skins don't work for you. Instead of saying or asking why. What what is the kind of skin that you think on scarf would make you like it? No, oh, that's an interesting question. I don't think I've approached it that way. Um, wow, you stumped me. Crickets. That makes for a what? good podcast. If I just don't say anything. How about this? We we give him a beard <laughs> and a flaming arm. What if he was that? wearing like a Patriots hat and a flannel? <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> I think you. I think you got a winner. <laughs> I don't know. I don't design skins. Well, that that's okay. Not, but I can not, point. I can point put you on the spot. I can point to uh, the tier one. Um, reminds me of some Art Deco stylings, and I'm not a fan of that art style. There's something about it. That, there's something about it that looks Art Deco to me. Okay. Um, the way it's almost a stained glass look. Yeah, I can see that. Um, and I'm just not drawn to that artistically. There's nothing wrong with the skins. Let me preface that too up front. I mean, they're, oh, yeah, they're no, beautifully I'm... crafted. Um, the the tier the tier two does nothing for me. The tier three He's so fluffy. Yeah, I know. The tier three um, <laughs> is my favorite of the three, and I'm just waiting to play it on the non winter map. I guess. So, yeah, I, uh, I there's a special. I place l- in my heart. Go ahead. Sorry. I was like, for me, there's a special place in my heart for the tier two. I love the fluff. I don't know okay. why, right. but uh, but the effect suite uh, conductors work on the T three. Just I just I don't know. I love especially the whirlpool. The tier three is my favorite one. Yeah, I don't know what it is about that whirlpool as opposed to a flaming goop puddle. That, but you like know, I I, yeah. I know everybody loves tier three Koshka, and I like tier two better. Okay. So again, I mean, it's taste, right? It's. I also like the yellow and black Catherine. Is that tier one? I, uh, I love, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that Catherine. That is yeah, my yeah, favorite yeah. Catherine. 
That's she's got the uh, what is it, Valkyrie or little the wings on her head on that one? No, 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 no. The very oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got yeah. the yeah. She got the little the little wings. Yep, yep. Her head, her head is speedy. Yes, that's I, what's. <laughs> I I I I mean, again, it's it's preference, right? It's what you absolutely, so, absolutely. Um, and I just bounce around. It's visually, I'm a visual guy, so I gravitate towards. You know, I know what I like and what I don't. Is it is it weird that no one sees you and you're a visual guy? It, it is weird. I mean, I, I've told you, right? I have a degree in fine arts. I mean, that's my background. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a visual. Everything with me is visual. Although yeah. I, I, I can. Except for the podcast. I can talk. <laughs> Turns out. <laughs> talk a cat off a fish wagon, as they say. Um, so this works out good, too. It's a, yeah. um, it's a creative outlet. That that we uh you know I think people, creative people need that outlet, right? Do you find that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, not to go super tangenty on it, but like when I'm not working in in making video games, you know, I go crazy with Halloween costumes. Oh my god, dude, it's ridiculous. I'm one of those. I'm one of those people. You send me pictures in movies. It's like crazy. <laughs> Your costume this year was bananas. I can't even imagine. Yeah, it was. Oh. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. This year was a was a Ghostbuster, you know, which has been done to death. A lot of people have done it, and a lot of people have done it really well. Did all the electronics in the pack, and that was super fun to figure out because I have no idea how to do electronics. Um, but the for the really the icing on the cake, the fun fun part there was um, uh, one of the the character modelers at work, and I'm going to get her game name wrong here, but it's somewhere in the ballpark of Aerodactyla. Mm, uh, that yeah. doesn't sound right at all. I know I'm. That's yeah, I just <laughs> threw words in the air and ate the ones that land or the letters and ate the ones that landed. That was uh, three words too. That's like your job title. Aerodactyla. <laughs> yeah. Am I am I am I saying a bad word? Is that what's I going? Don't know I don't what know. That is. Uh, but but she did me the huge favor of modeling for me Slimer. Yeah. And then I got to rig and animate that, and so I had a projector with me, and there was a there was a little Slimer. On the wall, wherever was I was. Crazy. Yeah. It's a hobby, man. It's so much fun. It was, it was so awesome. It so was much fun. So awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was very impressive. Um, how long does something like that take to build? Well, it's it's really hard to say, right? Because it's not consistent. Yeah. But that one was that was was in some level of being created for two and a half years. Wow. So, you know, but so just was, so people realize, this was a gigantic backpack with moving parts and lights and things that whirred and made noise and smoke and and then projected the Slimer onto the wall, which was all yep. like 3D. He looked like he was like right there. Cause the, and then uh, I real had real slime on me so I could be slimed all the time. Yeah, it was yeah, awesome. That's it it Metamucil and green food coloring in the microwave. It was very cool. <laughs> it was very, very cool. Uh, you coming out to the East Coast anytime? I wish, but no, sadly, no. I'm uh, I'm not one of those folks directly involved with uh, the community event stuff. So when it's local, I volunteer, and I'm just always happy to see, you know, you guys whenever anyone's in. But uh, as far as actually traveling out around, it doesn't happen that often. Yeah. So we and I got and I got kids, so you know, leaving uh, leaving the home area for too long is is tricky. Right. You you need to come to PAX East. I should. Yeah, that you have. There should be a reason you need to be there. We can think Some, of something. 
Well, I mean, the only reason I'd need to be there desperately would be if something went horribly wrong with no, the game. No, we'll come up with so let's not hope for that. <laughs> we'll come up with a different reason. Like, yeah. <laughs> it'll be like, um, I don't know, some technical thing that has to yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then you come hang out. I need to take photographs for the Boston skin of the fold. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, thank you very much for coming on tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's been Sorry, a long time uh, coming. More of it was on Vainglory. <laughs> no, it was perfect, dude. It was perfect. I think we got some Vainglory talking there. You got an, everyone's got. I'm gonna go play Scarf now and go 14 and 0. Yeah. My next 14 games, I'm gonna level up. I'm gonna do that yeah. grind. He's in a really good place right now. I think he is. I was talking yeah. to someone the other night. I was playing. It was exceptions, I think it was, and we were talking about uh, about Scarf. Um, just being in just a solid place. He's just in a, he's just in a really happy place right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, and the one thing that's working in his favor, and this is, this happened also when pedal was kind of OP is that no one, people are used to him not being in a good place or just being out overpowered, overmatched by everyone else or whatever. So that when they are in a good place, like that's kind of the mindset still sort of, Oh, it's a scarf. I don't have to worry. And then it's like, Oh, Oh, I just burned to death again. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in multiple games with scarves lately and it's like, um, He's rushing all the crystal items, and and no one's really doing anything about it because I think that mentality is still there. It's like, oh, that's just scarf, and you know we don't have to worry about him till late game. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, it's late game, and you're getting like, you got, we got to do something about scarf. Uh, and then it's too late. And then it's too late. Yeah, yeah, they're crushing the turret at that point. But um, some exciting changes on the on the horizon here, and. Uh, and I know that Sean and I are very, very excited about what's coming in, in uh, VG and all my guild mates. And we're all excited. Every Everybody's a chatter and a buzz about what's going on and what's coming. Um, and I look forward to talking about that in the future. And I look forward to playing some games with you. Thank you yes, again. sir. Thank you again for having me on. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I think that's an episode. No, I caught it. I'm I think that's gonna, an episode. I'm you're gonna just going to ignore keep it. Moving. You know what's best if you the just think. If people remember back, Justin usually just ignored me. Yeah. No, yeah. Really Sean awkward. engages me. And that's that's why we have two hour episodes now. Like Justin just ignored me, like would roll his eyes or shake his head because yeah. he knows to ignore me. Sean's learning to ignore me. So you did <laughs> good a, right there. To, to just move forward. Yeah. Because if you give me if you give me a platform with which to continue going, um, you know, anyways, you got anything else to add? Uh, if you guys haven't checked it out, um, definitely, uh, tune in. I think it's, it's, uh, SoundCloud. I think you can get an iTunes, Stitcher, uh, I'm not sure Stitcher. Um, definitely check out the Fold podcast. It's awesome. Oh, thank you. I'm going to use that as a bumper. Yeah. Can I use that? Okay. That would, well, wait, you're going to go take a, a comment that makes no sense in context. And yeah, remove no. it from context so that it makes sense. Because it's really good. It's going to be like, and uh, Stitcher, I think. And, uh, <laughs> and disappointed and you, it, it ever be considered real. <laughs> you can find it on the line, on the net. It's uh, the intertubes. Yep. Um, anyways. Also available in a bowl full of rocks. It's the full podcast. There's no lazy conclusions here. No lazy concluding, I think is what you said earlier. I wrote that down. Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm Chuck. (laughs) I'm Doer or Jason. (laughs) And this has been The The Fold. Fold.